Hello, welcome to the Jesus Tangent, where I will be going through the Bible verse by verse and explaining what I believe it means. Um, disclaimer, I am not um, a pastor. I do not have a degree in theology. I am a Christian who loves the Bible and um, has been felt to call, called to, I feel like I've been called, excuse me, to teach the Bible. And this is kind of my first step in that direction. Um, so I guess we begin at the beginning, in the beginning. We're going to study verse Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. But before we do go into Genesis verse 1, chapter 1, let's actually go back before Genesis 1, 1. Before Genesis 1, 1, Throughout the Bible, there are verses that imply or reference certain things happening before Genesis 1-1, such as the creation of the angels, the fall of Satan. There's even a reference to God's relationship with Satan before Lucifer fell. But these things are not given in detail in the Bible. They are mentioned when they're needed to make a point or to point us in a certain to point us towards Jesus or to point us towards a lesson. And there are a lot of theories about what happened and how it affects Genesis 1:1, how it affects that this first part of Genesis. Um, some believe there are gaps in between the verses and millions of years. Did Satan rule the earth and then somehow he ruined it all and uh, God had to come along and reorganize the earth? Um, sorry, my phone's going off. Um, those are some theories that people believe happen. We don't know. Um, and it's not really important. You know, we want to study the Bible literally. And that's how I'm going to do it. I don't want to add to God's word. It's okay to speculate and to theorize, but I don't think we should be enmeshed and dwell on it. To me, the Bible should be taken verse by verse and studied as much as we can in the old Hebrew, because that's what it was originally written in. So we're going to go through some terms and as far as um, the different words in this verse and see what they mean in the old Hebrew. But I just wanted to address that because a lot of times people will talk about different, different theories about what happened. And that's not what I'm going to go into. I'm going to go by literal what the word says. And as we go, maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll learn, you know, I'll, the point of this is for me to learn and to teach what I learn. So, but right now that's where I am. So we're going to take the Bible as it is. And maybe one day when we get to heaven, we will know the 100% truth. I don't know if we'll even care about this because we'll be so happy to be in heaven. Who cares about what happened in the beginning? Um, we're in heaven. So let's go back to Genesis 1.1. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Let me read that one more time. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, now, very simple sentence, but a lot going on there. 
Now, before I even start on terms, I did want to read um, a Bible verse to you that's very important in conjunction with this one. In the, um, in the New Testament, Jesus is speaking, and it's Luke 21, 33. It says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. So even though all of this commotion is happening, things are being created, and I mean, it's a miracle what's happening, but it's nothing compared to the words of Jesus and the words of God. God's word is, a found, is the foundation for everything. Um, I thought that was so, when I came across it, I was like, wow, even though we're starting at the beginning, his word was is so powerful it was there in the beginning let's go to john let me get my bible here hold on i'm going to get my bible and we're going to go to john 1 1 through 3 okay little little tangent here as the uh um oh, sorry my my phone i have no phone calls until i start this you know how that works it's kind of like getting in the shower okay so we're going to go to john 1 1 1 through 3 Okay, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Now that's kind of a tongue twister, so I'm going to say, I'm going to read it again. It's John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning, again we're here in the beginning, was the Word, the Word that will never pass away, according to Luke 2133. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Okay, so we're talking about the Holy Trinity here. We have God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, let me explain about the Holy Spirit. People get confused about who or what the Holy Spirit is. And about the best way I can describe it to anybody who's a new Christian or who is confused by it is if you are somebody's daughter, you might also be somebody's mother or someone's aunt or somebody's employee. But you're the same person, but you're playing different roles. The Trinity is God in three different roles. Um, I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but that kind of, that helps us solidify into our mind what's happening. It's the same being in different roles. And since God lives outside of time, he can be in heaven and on earth at the same time. That confuses us. Remember when Jesus went to heaven, when he ascended, he had to ascend before the Holy Spirit could come down to earth because the Holy Spirit had to enter time and I guess they couldn't be here at the same time so to speak anyways um, so in the beginning we have the word according to John 1 1 chapter 1 verse 1 and according to Luke 21 33 it's a word that will last forever um, Jesus is the foundation he's the communication that God uses between him and us. Okay, so let's start with some terms. 
Uh, Genesis, the word Genesis means beginnings. This is the book of beginnings. We have the first man, the first woman, uh, the first uh, sin, the first death, the first jealousy, family, murder, war, animals, government, um, even fashion. God clothed the humans. He was the first one to, to put uh, clothes on us. So, so even that. So Genesis means beginnings. So that's the title of the book. In the beginning, the word beginning, the Hebrew term, and I'm not going to pronounce it because I will get it wrong. It's B-E-R-A and then apostrophe S-H-I-T-H. Okay, let me spell it for you again. It's spelled B-E-R-A. I'm sorry, it's Bura. And then Shittith, I guess. S-H-I-T-H. That's about the best I can do with it. You guys can look it up if you want to if you want to figure out how to pronounce it. The implication of this word is that this is the beginning of time. This is the beginning God created time. And he stands outside of time, but he had to create time in order to place man in it. Okay? So the second word that we're going to go through is God. In the beginning, God, okay? The Hebrew word used here is Elohim, and it is plural. Again, referencing the Holy Spirit. It's God in three forms. They're together during creation. Um, this is the, you know, um, it also can be thought of as the fullness of God uh, when they're all together, uh, or very God, some um, some. Some uh, commentaries will uh, translate it to be very, very God. Okay, and the next word is created. Cre the word, the Hebrew word used here is bara. And only God can bara. It means to create something from nothing. And it is seen three times in uh, the first, first book of Genesis. It's not used very often because not very many people can borrow. Only God can borrow. So it's only used a few times. It's used in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It's also used in uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 21. Let me read that. So God created great sea creatures and everything that moves with which the waters abound according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was good okay the next time he uses it is in uh, verse 27 so God created man in his own image in the image of God he created him male and female he created them so a little drink of water here okay now, as far as creation goes, as the word created, some commentaries, again, we're getting into to some iffy stuff here, there's an implication that there was some sort of chaos that God had to bring to order. Now, what created this chaos? We don't know. Was it something that was created by God? I mean, they say God can't create chaos. Why not? He's God. But... Nobody knows except God. 
We don't know, the Jews don't know, the Christians don't know, scientists don't know what created this chaos. But it was, but some commentaries imply that this is a word that means God was bringing chaos into order. So I'm not going to add to God's word. The Hebrew word in most commentaries says it means to create something from nothing. So that's what we're going with until the Holy Spirit or somebody else proves me wrong. But the Holy Spirit has to be involved. Um, I am open to learning new things. By the way, um, I'll give my um, uh, email at the end. So if anybody has any comments, thoughts, they can send it to me. They can send it to me. Uh, all I ask is you be gentle, be nice, be nice. Um, but I'm going to be silent where God is silent. Okay. The next version, the next verse, or excuse me, the next um, um, words, the next words we're going to um, look at, the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Hebrew words are Shemaim for heavens and Adama for earth. I believe that's the correct pronunciation. Basically, this refers to all of the cosmos, <laughs> everything. He created time and then he put everything in it. The universe, the cosmos, the earth, the land, the sky. Uh, this is not um, his uh, dwelling place, though. This is, he, remember, he's outside of time. That's a different place. Okay. So, who is God? Who is God? Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, God does not use the Bible to prove his existence. It is assumed that he exists. That would be, you know, sometimes you go into colleges and uh, the professor's philosophy, um, professors, I think, is who do, I think they're the ones who do this, um, will look at you and say, prove you exist. It's like, well, here I am. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm physical. I'm spiritual. So God's the same way to look at him and say, do you exist? He's like, what, what do you not look around? Do you not see my creation? Why would, so why would he try and prove that he exists? He, he does. And the, the proof is in his creation. There are verses that we'll get into about that. Um, I didn't want to overwhelm myself and everybody on my first podcast. So but let's talk about who he is. He, does, he doesn't use the Bible to prove his existence. It's just a, assumed he does. Now, in this verse, God is the creator. He is creating everything. In the, you know, as we go through the Bible, we'll find he plays many, many roles. And he's given different names for those roles. Sometimes he's a comforter. Sometimes he's a disciplinarian. Sometimes he's leading people. He, he does different things. He, he's, he's very active with um, hum, the human race. So, but we're not going to get into that because I'm not, you know, no spoilers. Well, no, not looking ahead. Um, and what is, what exactly is the heaven and the earth? I mean, I, I explained that uh, basically, but um, why did he create it? Let's go there. Why did he create the heaven and the earth? Um, he did create it for man in part because we needed a place to land. And it's amazing how how everything works um you know sin has corrupted a lot of um the earth 
Uh, let's not even talk about the universe because that that gets into so much. I just um, that's way above my pay grade. Um, but we are exactly, I believe, 93 million miles from the sun. The atmosphere supports us. The magnetic um, field around the earth keeps the sun rays from cooking us. Even the land ocean ratio works in our favor. Um, and you can argue about the environmental aspects of whether we're affecting it or not. Um, I'm not going to get into that. It's not what the Bible's about. It's about telling us how we should treat nature. And we are to tend it. That's what our original goal, our original, um, uh, originally what man was supposed to do. We were supposed to tend it and um, take care of it. That's what we were here for. We were also here to glorify God, but that's in the future. We'll talk more about that. Um, the main reason, though, he created the heavens and the earth was for his glory and for his um it was for his glory and for his pleasure. Um, Psalms 104, 31 says, May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. And then Habakkuk, probably pronounced that wrong, sorry. But Habakkuk 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Jeremiah 27, 5 says, I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are on the ground, by my great power and by my outstretched arm, and I have given it unto whom it seems proper to me. Let me reread that. I didn't do very well. Jeremiah 27, 5, I have made the earth, the man and the beast, that are on the ground by my great power and by my outstretched arm and have given it to whom it seems proper to me. So he, he made, he made the earth and the um, sky for man to, to dwell in. He made it for his glory. He made it for his pleasure and he made it for his purposes. He uses the land, you know, there's feasts, there's famines, there's floods, there's, um, you know, there's droughts, you know, there's hurricanes, there's tornadoes. It's here for his use. Now, again, it's corrupted. It's pro there are things that happen that are not within, you know, that he's not, I mean, he allows it, but he's not always the cause of things that happen. Uh, Job is a clear indication of that. He may allow it, but it's not something that he had in mind when people suffer. And, uh, um, but he does use it to discipline sometimes. Anyways, the point is, is those are the purposes of what he has created. Um, and when was all this created? Again, nobody really knows. Um, God doesn't give us a date. If it was important, he would have given it to us. Um, I personally, this is just me, just from what I'm reading from a literal reading of the text, I personally believe that it was uh, created 6,000 years ago. Now, if I'm wrong, pray for me. Pray, pray, pray. Pray that God will give me wisdom. Pray that um, he'll give me knowledge. Uh, pray that he will soften my heart to receive all those things. But right at this moment, um, 6,000 years is what I'm, I'm saying. That's what I believe. And um, if I'm wrong, we'll find out in heaven. But I don't think it's as important as some people say it is because I get, he doesn't he doesn't give a date. Um, 
Now you have uh, some people who um, have ministries around the date of the earth, like like Answers in Genesis. And I believe that is a great ministry, by the way. Um, I believe he is very, very knowledgeable. He's got scientists who um, are wonderful to listen to. I would go on YouTube. Uh, they have a YouTube channel. Um, but anyways, if, if I'm wrong, if that's wrong, if that's incorrect, I pray that the Holy Spirit will change my mind. But until that happens, I believe that it happened 6,000 years ago. And for those of you who believe in gap theories and... Um, and all the other different things. God still loves you. And, you know, I have no problem with you. I don't think it's worth destroying churches and friendships over. So, anyways. And again, I mean, it is, to be fair, there are points in the Bible that do explain that there was a lot going on before creation. You know, the heavens and the earth, uh, up in heaven, uh, you know, the angels were formed and Satan was falling and God was giving um, jewels to Satan before he fell and, and made him the most beautiful angel. And he still, and he, you know, Satan got cocky, I guess. But anyways, um, that's my belief and that's what I'm sticking to. Um, and let's see, I think that's it. I think that's it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And that's Genesis 1-1. And um, a couple of verses you might want to think about and study. Um, Acts 17-24, Luke 21-33, which I read earlier, and John 1-1-3, Isaiah 45-12. Those are a couple of verses that are in, in relation to um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. And my email is... The Jesus Tangent at yahoo.com. Again, the Jesus Tangent, all one word, at yahoo.com. Feel free to text, or excuse me, to email me. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. And God bless you. Let me say a little prayer. Lord, thank you for this audience. Even if it's just one person I reach, I am blessed. And I thank you, and I pray I am wise and give me wisdom. Um, and, um, I hope this touches the hearts of people out there. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you for listening. Oh, I'm sorry. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm not very good at praying <laughs> out loud. Uh, and I'm a little nervous. So anyways, God bless you all. And, um, I thank my Lord Jesus Christ for this opportunity. Bye-bye.